This is Anna Falcon, and you're listening to the Flip by Her podcast. I'm a teacher, a real estate investor, a business owner, and a mom of three. Join me as I share my journey in hopes to inspire you to live the life you envision. In this space, I'll teach you everything I know about real estate investing, the good, the bad, the in-between, and how do I find success in this male-dominated field. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm happy to have you here. I want to talk to you about the importance of skilled trade workers in construction. Okay. And, um, this parents is, you know, maybe this is more geared towards you or, or maybe you're in high school and you're watching me or you're listening, or maybe I came across your feed some way, somehow. But, um, when I was growing up, you know, I was in elementary school in the nineties and my teacher's They would say things like, when you grow up, you know, you want to go to college, get good grades so you can get a good job. Um, Well, guess what? I did that, okay? And I was making not that much money as a teacher, and I had to get a second job. And so for over eight years, I had two full-time jobs uh, teaching, you know? And what life is that, right? Like, you're working and working and working, and you're barely just making ends meet. And I went to college and I have a master's degree and I taught at the collegiate level. Um, However, had some teachers said, we need builders, we need construction workers, we need electricians and plumbers and, you know, welders. Had they maybe inspired us to work with our hands and work with our minds, you know, maybe we wouldn't be in the situation that we are today, which is critical because there are not people that are wanting to go into trades. Just like there's not people that are knocking at the door to be a teacher, folks, we are in a huge crisis in this country in education. um, And as well as as with the trades workers, you know, a lot of people are not going into trades. Um, A lot of people, honestly, they're just sitting at home, I don't even know what they're doing living off the government, because whatever, that's what they want. But uh, if you are in between college is not for everybody. Okay. And those student loans, those student loans will choke you. Okay. Those student loans will hold you back. I have uh, former students of mine that reach out, Miss Falcon, help me buy a house. And I mentor them and walk them through the steps so they can buy the first house. And guess what? Some of them have been told no. Why? Because the student loans are hurting their debt to income ratio. And if it hurts your debt to income ratio, no bank is going to give you a loan to buy a house. And so then what did you go to college for? What did you work so hard for if you can't achieve your American dream of having your college diploma and having your home, you know, or your car or your family? I know people that their student loans are crippling them. Uh, My student loans are very high. And that alone is a whole scam. First of all, my student loans are at 8% interest, 8% interest. Okay. Um, some of you, you're still like too young in finances that you can't understand what that means, but I'm going to tell you guys something. If I make $1,000 payment per month to my student loans, it does not touch the principal. Okay. It does not touch the principal. And now I have student loans as old as from 2005 all the way to 2016 when I graduated with my master's degree. So even my student loans from 2005, when I consolidated my loans, because the government told me I had to do that, 
all of those loans, some of them were very low interest, all of them went to 8% on that consolidation. And by doing that, guess what, guys, it automatically raised the loan amount. So for example, I never borrowed in between all my degrees, never borrowed more than 60 grand. But today, my loans are over $100,000. It's making it where I will never pay those things off. And furthermore, to add insult to injury, I taught over 10 years and I held on to teaching because I was going for the public loan surf, uh, public loan forgiveness program. And then they denied me for that. They said that my years didn't qualify. I never got straight answers from them. So I did my 10 years like I was supposed to. And then they still didn't forgive any of my loans, not the whole loan, not any loan, not nothing. And so I made payments on all these years. I had it on auto pay, never paid late, nothing. And it's like they gypped me. And just like me, there are hundreds of thousands of people in the same boat. Okay. So if you are one of these people that you're, they're telling you, go to college, go to college, go to college. And you're not, you're not a good student. You don't like to read. You don't like to research. Uh, you're just not about that life. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But in high school, take up a woodworking class, take up, go to a community college and do a welding class. Um, there's so many things. And these people make money. They make bank. Okay. I know welders. First of all, that's a fun job. I know welders that are making a hundred thousand dollars a year. I know electricians that make a thousand dollars a day. My plumber will not get out of his bed for less than 500 bucks. Okay. I know these men and women, they are making a killing, a killing by just being tradespeople. I was in Jacksonville, Florida, and I was pouring concrete with my friend Adrian. And we were doing these pillars for a scoreboard. It's not something really that I like do, but I am learning so much about construction. And I was like, yeah, why not? It ended up being so fun. I mean, just a great amount of fun to be out there and be part of this team. There was crane operators, there were electricians, there were us, you know, we were the concrete people. And then you have the welders and you have all these people there working to build this massive scoreboard at a stadium. And it's just so impressive. You know, when you see something, it's a, a design on paper and then, you know, you analyze the design and then it goes from nothing, from dirt to this massive uh, stadium or this massive building apartment complex or this house or, or even a tiny house, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And you did it with your bare hands. And there's nothing more satisfying than that in the world that you created something from nothing. There's nothing in the world that is more satisfying than that. And so I really want to encourage you to get into trades. You got, um, three month certificates, you know, welding, I think is like nine months and immediately you could be making $40 an hour. Uh, electricians depends on the state, but basically you do your electricians, uh, program at your local community college or your, some other institution. And, um, then you have to do apprenticeship for a company where you're getting paid. It's not a free internship. You're getting paid, um, like around 20 bucks an hour, if not a little bit more. And then after your third year, 
You take your test and you can be on your own. You can go open your own electrical company if you want to. You can be a sub for many other GCs, you know, and that's where you name your own price. And the more experience you get, obviously, the higher your price should be. Um, but plumbers too, like somebody, something as easy as changing a faucet, you could charge $200 to go change a kitchen faucet. You can charge 250 bucks to go change a toilet. That's a 15 minute job, you know, plus the commute. You know, I mean, there's so many things that you guys can do to make money. And I feel like you're either not, um, being pushed into trades or people are miseducating you or people are misadvising you or you're just like in la la land living under a rock because building stuff construction is super super cool yes it's very stressful at times but it's extremely extremely rewarding and at the end of the day what you want to do is you want to find something that you enjoy doing because if you enjoy doing it it does not feel like work Okay. It does not feel like work at all. I work 60, 70, 80 hours a week. It does not feel like work. Why? Because I like what I'm doing. If I was in the classroom and I was working 50, 60 hours a week, that was torture. Why? Because I was over it. It was not uh, fulfilling anymore. It didn't feel meaningful anymore. Um, you know, it just, it didn't feel right for me anymore. And as soon as I made this pivot, and it was a very drastic pivot to go from a classroom to a hard hat, that's, that's a big deal. And people think I'm crazy half the time, but I'm really enjoying it. I'm making more money than I ever have. And I see, you know, I see the, these men and these women that, um, that I get, that I'm lucky that I meet them on these job sites and I listen to their stories, you know, and we, we share our stories and, you know, they got into construction on some um, different kind of way. Like there's people that were in prison and they learned things in prison and then they came out and they started working on that same trade. And 20 years later, like half of these people are millionaires to begin with. They have these fat houses. They got like a house on like 10 acres. They have a whole farm. Their wife stays at home. She doesn't even need to work. Like there's zero concern over money. Um, it, it's just, it's really neat. Uh, let's see some of these facts here. You have some of the top uh, paying uh, construction occupations, elevator and escalator installers. Okay. Y'all are making bank uh, coming in at an average of 108, a median of $108,000 a year. You have first line supervisors or project managers. You're coming in at about 90,000 a year. Um, you have HVAC people, you're coming in between 60 and 80,000 a year, depending, I guess, if you're commercial or residential. Um, let's see construction and building just general labor. You're coming in at about $76,000 a year. Drywall people, y'all are making money like crazy. Um, drywall people right now, they're charging about a hundred dollars a sheet. Your average house has like 250 sheets of drywall. Okay. That's huh, money. Okay. Your boogers are white, but it's okay. You're taking your white boogers all the way to the bank. Um, let's see what else you got. You have your steel workers. So the, those people that work with rebar and you bend rebar, that stuff goes in the concrete and that's how your, um, buildings are erected. You're at around 75,000 a year. Plumbers and pipe fitters, 75,000. And that's a very fast, uh, school and you can make money fast. 
um, good money. Electricians, you're around 74,000. For the electricians, you it's a little bit more. Um, it's a little bit more schooling, just a little bit, but you have to do that apprenticeship piece. So it, it adds to it a little bit. But even during the apprenticeship, you're getting paid. Um, the HVAC technicians is the same. It's a very short, a few months of school, but you have to do the apprenticeship piece, but you're getting paid. Um, during the apprenticeship, you have crane operators, crane operators, six figures all day long. And the riskier the job, the more money that you make. So if you're one of these daredevil people and you like jumping out of airplanes and you like become a crane operator, go all the way up in the cell tower and change the light bulb. You're, you're making half a million dollars a year doing that guaranteed. Um, sheet metal workers, you have, uh, like tile setters. Like I said, a lot of tile. Your average bathroom, like you can charge $3,000 for a shower. You know, if you do an entire bathroom, it's about 10, eight to 10,000. If it's a luxury place, you know, 15, 20, 30,000, you name it, you name your own price. If you're really, really good, people are going to pay. So figure it out that if you only do one bathroom a month and the rest of the month, it takes two weeks to do a bathroom. The next two weeks, you could just be off on the golf course or on your fishing boat. You don't care. You just made 20 grand that month, you know? So yes, there's a lot of work in trades and yes, you can be very busy. Like I've been fortunate to be very busy, but if I want to scale back, I can scale back at any time. And that freedom guys, that freedom, it's only provided in a handful of jobs and I'm really, really encouraging you to look into trades. There's a, a teacher that I know. Um, I went to school with her. She quit teaching and she became a heavy machinery operator. I think she started learning how to drive bulldozers. And I think now she's driving like excavators and maybe some light crane work. I don't know. I haven't followed up with her lately, but I know that she left teaching to go be a heavy machinery operator. And all you're doing is just sitting in a cab and you're following orders and you're driving this dangerous piece of machinery, but you're making stuff happen and you're building America and there's nothing more satisfying than that. So, uh, this whole thing, car oh yeah, here we go. Carpenters, your woodworkers and stuff. You're looking at no less than 50 grand. And it says here, the median is at uh, 65,000. If you're a framer, uh, you have a good group of guys with you, three, four, five guys, and you're framing houses left and right for new construction. That's thousands every week, you know, in your pocket, in your pocket. And, and, and it's not, it's not super hard work. It is very doable work and it is very satisfying work. And if you take care of yourself, you take care of your body, how you're supposed to, you can do it for, you know, I would say at least 20 years. You can make a lot of money and you can retire early, you know, maybe if you want to, uh, you can retire in your fifties and go be on the golf course or go be on your boat. You know, um, in terms of taking care of your body, what I mean is eating a healthy diet, exercising, going to your chiropractor, you need some massages, you need a few things cause it's really hard on your body. This level of work is really tough. Uh, and so you got to stay you know, you, you have to stay on top of your health so that it, so that your body doesn't hurt and doesn't break and, uh, you know, doesn't, you don't pull or strain this or hurt your knee or whatever, you know, but, um, other than that, it's very rewarding. I sure love it. I, I don't see me quitting construction anytime soon. I absolutely love it. Um, and yeah, I encourage you to look into it. See ya. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode and feel inspired to go out there and kick ass. 
For some of you, that might just mean that you're going to get out of your own head. You're going to put your goals on paper and you're going to take a step today. No dejes para mañana lo que puedes hacer hoy. Don't leave it for tomorrow. Do it today. Lastly, I encourage you to follow me on my Facebook page at Flip by Her or go on my website, flippedbyher.com. Send me your messages. What questions do you have that I might feature on a next episode? See you soon.